Welcome back to the Sideline Savants. It has been a while, folks. Um, two months, I think, or almost two months. Yes. Yeah, Last uh, episode would have been on Dead Week here at Purdue, so that that would have been around December 10th, and now we're almost in February. So, yeah, it's been a minute, but we're back in action. Coming to you from the sub-freezing temperatures of the Midwest nowadays. Yeah, we're not God. dead. That's, uh, yeah, that's we're, we're not dead. None of our limbs were, were frozen. We are all intact, so... Um, thank you for your, your thoughts and prayers. They went a long way. Um, so yeah, this, this week, um, is the biggest, probably the biggest week in sports. It's the lead up to the Super Bowl. Um, so great week for us to come back. Yeah. Everything that's happened since we got off air, just forget that it happened because we're moving forward. We're, we're moving forward. We're moving forward. We're not living no, in the past here. We don't live in the, the savants don't live in the past. We, we only focus on the present and the future. So we'll, we'll that's, focus on the past in our top five. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. Special circumstances. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so first we'll start off with our honorary savant of the week and we're going to throw in a little Purdue flair this week. Um, no Gel Eastern is going to be our honorary savant. He has really stepped up uh, over this last uh, hot streak here for Purdue. Purdue's won eight of their last nine games, um, and No Gel's been a big part of it. He's been uh, their best defensive player, no doubt. Completely shut down Romeo Langford, uh, although that was you know about a week and a half ago. But uh, that was an incredible performance, and he has two double-doubles in his last three games, including the IU game, and then the huge Purdue win over MSU in their last game. So, no Jelly Stern is going to be uh, our honorary savant. And with that, we will move into our Super Bowl preview. So, you know, we, we really hope for it, folks, but uh, it's, it's the, the same. <laughs> we got the Patriots. Yeah, Big surprise, huh? Yeah. yeah. Just what it's anyone what would have told you. Everyone wanted... Yeah. Well, so what is it with this year and just predictable finals? You had Bama, Clemson. You're gonna have the Warriors. You're gonna have the Patriots. Patriots. And we're, people were predicting the Rams also at the beginning of the season. They Rams, were. Yeah, yeah, Rams were the other Super Bowl yeah. pick. The Lightning are probably gonna storm through the NHL playoffs, and I know that's probably not gonna happen. But I mean, yeah, we're getting like all the. We're in an era. Of we're, this is this is the era. Right simultaneous now. dynasties. Like you got the Bama dynasty, the Patriots, well, the, the Clemson Warriors. dynasty now. Oh well, yeah, Clemson now. What else do we got? Um, I mean, the LeBron dynasty just ended of eight mm-hmm. years in a row. The, the, the Penguins whatever. almost had their dynasty. Penguins it was had their broken run. up. Yeah, there's a lot of yeah. simultaneous. Mm-hmm. Like The peak. Sox are probably starting a dynasty. Yeah, yeah they, they probably are. are. The Red Sox. The, do- the Dodgers. Yeah. Dodgers are going to be yeah. up there for years. Yeah. It's, like, it's, it's, it's frustrating as a fan. I want to see. I want unpredictability. I want um, to not know who's going to win the games. Uh, I mean... I don't know. It's People just, don't like that, though. yeah, Dynasty it's a sell. it's a broken record, the but prove us all wrong. they do, unfortunately. And I mean, I I'm intrigued. I want to see if Brady can win his sixth. You know, that I'm doesn't. Not, I'm not. That I don't. Intrigued. I hope he never wins his sixth. This is not the, not intrigued. I just, yeah, I don't. I don't know. You this know, is like, the first Super Bowl I can remember where I truly have the attitude of, yeah, it's the Super Bowl. I'll watch it. Like, every so other you, Super Bowl, there was at least an angle to the game where I was like, yeah, I really want to see how this plays out. This year, I'm like... Oh, I, I really want to see the Patriots lose For still. me? For okay, me. Yeah, that's my investment. But I, me, that's me every week of the NFL season. I me, want them to lose every year. That Super Bowl was uh, 
Super Bowl Fifty, which was the Panthers and the Broncos. I, I really mean, that, didn't yeah, care. Yeah, I, didn't, I really didn't care. That's and it was a yeah. complete blowout. That it was my, just a boring game. Yeah, yeah. That one, my only stake in that one was I wanted Peyton to win another one because at that point he hadn't won his third or second Super Bowl yet. But other than that, yeah, that game was pretty boring. But this year, I'm just like, uh, really? Do we have? Do we to have to endure game? endure this again? Because right? I know what's gonna happen. It's the same it's thing as the be a, Chiefs game. It's, it's going to be a close. Yeah. We, yep. we know every Patriots Super Bowl, super one close. One less. touchdown yeah. game, and it goes uh, down to the last And the Patriots drive. always have the last there's drive. There's also been a always. lead change in yeah. every fourth quarter of a Super Bowl with the Patriots in it. There's been a lead change in the fourth. So we can bank on and it being a good game. But which, the thing is, we know it's we're getting the two best coaches in the game, in this game. I, I yeah. really think so. Sean McVay and Bill Belichick. Sean Payton and McVay. I think those two are kind of like. Okay, McVay, I don't know. McVay's, you saw them go head to head, and you saw who outcoached who. We just talked about the robbery, though. The Saints. There won was that game robbery, right? But throughout robbery. the game, McVay was outcoaching. Yeah. Yeah. The, the better team was definitely the Saints in that game. Yeah. But I mean, I'm not saying but, I disagree, yeah. but I think there are still a lot of people that would at the same put at the McVay. same time. The Patriots were up, or not the Patriots. The Saints, the, the were, Saints up were up 13. Oh, and they blew, they blew they that did. lead. But so did the Patriots. And they, they shouldn't have been too. in the position that they were in at the well, end of the game. Well, the Patriots but. blew a lead too, so is Belichick not the best coach? But I they mean, won. They won, you're right. Yeah. And but Peyton didn't. I know, but it was a robbery. That's true. Also, yeah. the Chiefs had Patrick Mahomes, who we've already established is in the Hall of Fame right the Saints now. Saints also already have a Hall of Fame quarterback who has almost every record next to Super Bowls. He's far away from Super Bowl. Well, yeah, but that's almost every other quarterback in history. <laughs> Except for my man, yeah, Joe Montana. Yeah, it's like All right. Joe, a couple others, and that's so, it. So here's what we'll do for this preview. We, we can do uh, by, by position, and we each, we each say who, who yeah. we think has the edge. So we'll start off quarterback. Uh, pretty, come on, it's clear. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. Jared, it's the Rams. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Patriots. Although Jared Goff probably – well. I was gonna say he Here's, has he has a little more swag. Yeah, actually, he he doesn't. Seen really. his girlfriend? Oh man, yeah. that dude uses yeah. swag if he's got yeah. that girlfriend. And he he does surf. I don't think Tom yeah. does that. So well, yeah. we don't know what Tom There's, does except for kissing his kids. That's kiss, what we know. Kissing his kids. What we know about Tom for a fact. <laughs> he does. He eat, cheats he, and kisses his he kids. He doesn't eat tomatoes. He doesn't eat gluten. He doesn't eat bread. Anything, he doesn't eat bread. Anything Do you guys know that? God. Yeah. Anything yeah. inflammatory. He's the yeah. worst. No bread. Uh, obviously, no no candy or ice cream or anything. Anything that tastes good. The odd beer on a late night show, though. Yeah, and he can he, he can, can chug one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Here's what we back. know. <laughs> he doesn't need a lot of foods. He cheats. <laughs> he kisses his kids on the mouth, and he can chug it like the like the pros. Yeah. And he has a, a lot of rings to his name. And he has a lot of yeah. rings. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Patriots obviously have the advantage, but there is one. I mean, we'll talk about it if we're going by position groups. We'll get to it eventually. So I'll, also, I'll Tom said he is 100% back next year, and we we all knew Nobody that. Nobody cares. Yeah, well, Let's just hope Gronk won't be back. I mean, Gronk basically looks like he's losing parts. I know. But the only problem <laughs> is, is if like. Gronk doesn't come yeah. back, that means they won. So, like, Gronk catch 20. Did you guys hear Gronk wanted – he wanted to know uh, – there was some, like, student reporter at, at the Super Bowl, and he asked him, uh, what do you guys got going on tonight? On oh, campus? yeah, he wanted to party. Yeah. <laughs> he wanted to party. Yeah. He wanted to I tear mean, up Gronk. Atlanta. Yeah, he is Gronk. Let Gronk be Gronk, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we'll go – Running backs. Uh, running backs, obviously clear edge to the Rams. Honestly, I think this one's even. 
You think it's even? Because no. if Gurley's still hurt, if Gurley's still oh, hurt. Oh, come on, but CJ Anderson? Oh, that dude's a wrecking thing, ball. Yeah. Michelle is coming off a 100 yard game. I think he had 100 yards. Yeah, that's Michelle. Yeah. And, Michelle has really yeah. broken out. And the lately. other thing about he the Patriots good. running backs is you can't factor them on their running game because usually three out of their four running backs are pass catching backs. So I think if you add together White, Burkhead, uh, Michelle, like their whole tandem of running backs, I think that amounts to a close replica of what the Rams can do with their uh, running backs. If Todd Gurley is healthy, then there's no contest. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. But if we're getting the Todd Gurley that had four touches against the Saints, I think it's a pretty even yeah. battle. Probably. It's fair to say. I give it's the edge to, to the Rams in terms of actual running game, but in terms of production, I think it'd be even. Okay, we'll move on then to receivers. What do we think? I think the Rams here have the better receivers. On paper, yes. On paper, yes, but in, in a Super Bowl... Well, and the thing with the Patriots is they use those not-great receivers, but they're all Chris able... Hogan. Yeah. Well, and they're all player. able to do what the Patriots want them Which to do. Which is short routes. Exactly. Yeah. So again, I do it's... think, though, like, the Patriots don't have anyone to take the top off, and funny enough, it's the Patriots player that they had last year, Brandon Cooks, who's on the Rams now. Yeah. But funny thing is, is the Patriots' problem with the long ball. The Rams this year are the worst team against short passing. Yeah, by that's true. like a wide margin. That there. that could that could play a that's big. That's a big problem. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, that is a big. But problem. I think they'll adjust. The, the the way you take out, we'll talk about this obviously, but the way you take out the short pass is to get to the quarterback. You no, know, but the Patriot. I mean, that's what I was going to get to is yeah. the defensive line. Yeah. If we want to jump to that now. I'm fine. The thing is, is. It's the unstoppable force meets an immovable object. Brady hasn't been sacked in both games. He yeah. has been sacked like the least of his career this year versus Aaron Donald. And I was and reading Dominican Sue. Sue had four sacks this year. Are no, we... but I mean I'm talking about in the playoffs. He's been yeah, a monster. Yeah, in the playoffs he's been good. Mm-hmm. But reading back this year, I was looking at the stats of the Patriots versus not Aaron Donald, but other All Pro or Pro Bowl level defensive well, tackles. Well, that's because they double them. It's they different. don't always double them. They were talking about their different tactics, and I mean, I have no clue what Belichick's going to do. None of us really know what they're going to do come Sunday. Yeah. I mean, they've had two weeks to prepare. That's the other factor that mm-hmm. is, I think, the deciding factor in a lot of Patriots playoff wins is they get that time to prepare for one team. But I do think the matchup to watch... But, but they are only 5-3. and three. I mean, yeah. Yeah. all time. Super Bowl's different. Yeah, then. Super Bowl is different. For them, Super Bowl, Super Bowl is yeah. different. Mm-hmm. But if you take out the Giants, they're 5-1. and one. They're not playing the Giants. You can't take out the so. Giants. You can't. You can't just, you can't take, just them out. take out the Honestly, Giants. I, I kind of do because I feel like they're like the kryptonite to the Patriots. So Tom like, Coughlin. We just like yeah. accept the Giants beat the Patriots. But then the Eagles beat them. its own thing. I know. After, the after losing the, to them, the Eagles yeah. was the anomaly. Yeah. I will admit that. I'm gonna still say that I think the Giants just beat the Patriots. This is a crazy stat. <laughs> this is how many times the Patriots have been to the Super Bowl. The Rams are the third team that they played twice. I know. Yeah. I saw Bowl. that. That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. And and like, when they played it the first time, know, they were in St. Louis. Yeah. I know. Okay. Oh my God. Um, like, where are we at? When tight is this ends? team gonna go? Tight ends. Ah, uh, it's a toss. Yeah. I mean, I think yeah. Patriots neither, just because they still have Gronk, and Gronk will give a, you the play. Neither time has a lot, or neither team has a lot to write home about right now with their tight ends. Yeah, but like, I like the Patriots have Gronk, and when you need him to make a play, exactly. he makes a he play. He still makes them. You I know, mean, he was clutch in the Chiefs game. The Rams have Higby and I don't know Gerald yeah. Everett, maybe. Yeah, I think and he's still on the team. Offensive line, I guess that's the last offensive unit. Mm-hmm. I have Patriots get the edge for me. Yeah, the I Patriots mean, are yeah, the Patriots really good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the Rams O-line is good, hear, right? but the yeah. Patriots is better, clearly. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
So then on to defense. defense. Defensive line, I mean, you got to give it to the Rams, obviously. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Linebackers, yeah. I'd give it to the Patriots. I think it's a toss-up. Corner, toss corners. corners. Corners, I think the Patriots. They have the, two, the yeah. McCourty twins. Yeah. It's going to depend. And though, Gilmore. They, mm-hmm. have, they have the McCourty twins it's and Gilmore. It's going to depend which Marcus Peters shows up because it's going to be either the Marcus Peters that gets two interceptions or the guy that just gets beat on every route. I think mm-hmm. that factors a lot into it. I don't yeah. know. The Rams, they're like – they're one of those defensive units on at least with their secondary where they thrive on the big plays. So if they get two picks, they will have done what they set out to do. Well, the, okay, so the Rams, Marcus Peters specifically has trouble with with number one like yeah. big time receivers. Yeah. Like Mike Michael Thomas crushed him. Yeah. Um, the, and other teams that they played, like he had to guard Kittle a lot. He yeah. crushed him. Yeah. But like big time number one receivers. He doesn't do well. Yeah. I don't think the Patriots have that. I mean, like, Edelman's really good, but he's a slot guy. They mm-hmm. don't, but also, if you notice when the Rams play, they almost exclusively leave Tlaib and Peters on the outside. Yeah. They almost never play in the slot, and I don't think the Patriots are going to let that happen. I think they're going to run slot routes all day. Well, no, no, I think, I think that's the case, but I think Peters will have a good game because he'll deflect whatever long ball they throw. Yeah. Because yeah, it's, I mean, it's Hogan. It's Peters against Hogan. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm going to take Peters any day over Hogan. <laughs> yeah. Against the, the lacrosse. Yeah, against the lacrosse, lacrosse player. player. I mean, I don't think the deep ball, I truthfully don't think that's going to be a huge factor for the Patriots. Like, I think they can win without getting a couple big plays. And I think if they do enough else, they'll get a big play at some mm-hmm. point. Yeah, probably. Yeah. That's pr- oh, kicking. Oh, man, the Rams. But that's a... Oh, the, oh leg. This is a, the leg. This is a kicking matchup. Yeah. Stowski versus the leg. Greg, the leg. Yeah. <laughs> I take the leg, but I take the leg. If you took Gostowski. So in this in this game, this is like a game of like best of. So you have it is probably probably the best two coaches, the best well best quarterback of all time, obviously, which pains me to say, but it's true. Um, and then we have the best two best kickers, best line, best yeah, line, best line, best O line. Again, O-line, this is a probably, very predictable yeah. year. So yeah, I mean. Yeah. It's the NFL. We found out it's rigged, right? Yeah, we well Well even in the playoffs last week was like, all we needed to see. Yeah, I mean it yeah. was it was one versus two the whole way. Like, yeah, yeah. Good L's a clown. I mean Yeah. Yeah. All right, prediction time. What happens? Can you predict against the Patriots anymore? I'll, I'll start. Even... I'll start. I think I think this game is gonna be Patriots twenty seven, Rams twenty three. They're gonna be down twenty three to twenty. Um and get the ball with about two minutes left. Brady drives down. Perfect two-minute drill. They score a touchdown with like 15 yeah, seconds to probably. go. They win. That's that sounds pretty accurate. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how I can pick against that. Sounds like I just watched but that last week. <laughs> you have to have faith. I'm going Rams 24 to 21. I'm gonna say it's tied, and the Rams get the ball downfield and Rams let Greg. Get Rams get another pass yeah. interference call. Get Greg. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Get Greg the leg to kick a 50 plus yarder. Game, yeah. ball game, Super Bowl. Oh, uh, they'll probably be higher. Maybe 30, I might go 28, 25. But 30, yeah, yeah. Five, ten, Patriots. Oh my 35, god. 10. Okay. I mean, I walked you through. Wait, this what, last what was week. yours again? I'm gonna stick with 24, 21. I do think it'll be higher. 24, 21, Pats. No, Rams. Rams. Yeah. Wow. No, see, I've solved it. I've I've laid this out to Shankar several times. He's not a believer yet, but I am. No, I'm not. So. Think of the Patriots' Super Bowl losses. What do they all have in common? They were overwhelming favorites. Foles and the Eagles last year, it was assumed the Patriots would win. Both Giants games, Giants don't stand a chance. Yeah. They lost all three. I'm telling you, we just need to all believe the Patriots are going to crush the Rams and they'll lose. Reverse psychology. 
Huh. So that's so why you, I'm going. You have a 35-10 Patriots done. Not even a chance. Rams might as well not even play the game. Well, the most important prediction, I think. What what will Maroon 5's first song be? Oh, God. Uh, cool. gonna, Girls like you, I think it's gonna be. The no. Song. Or actually, yeah, because it's it's the new. Yeah, one. yeah. They always open probably. with their current hit. Yeah. Like yeah. And then Mo- they go to, moves like Jagger will probably be. It could be sugar. Like sugar. One. Yeah. Like one of the clothing sugar. ones. Sugar. Could it be cold? With, uh, nah, it wouldn't be cold. I think Sugar or moves like Jagger would probably yeah. be the last two. That's that's the hardest hitting prediction here, folks. Yeah. That's, that's all you need to hear. Prop bets, baby. Yeah. Prop bets. That it. Yeah. What what's the coin toss gonna be? Yeah. Who's gonna win? Uh, well, the Pats what's, are gonna win. The Pats, Pats are gonna win double, and they're gonna defer. Point, <laughs> yeah. Right? We know how this works. Yeah. The Pats are gonna win and they're gonna defer. How that's, many times does Trump tweet during the game? It's gonna be over the over under on Bovada because that's the total day but if we're going by during the game i'm gonna go with I think he tweets i think he tweets about the game this year i think he's like watching and live tweeting my almost, good friend probably. brady and yeah. belichick yeah, yeah he'll tweet yeah. about I mean, his good friend yeah that's gonna be one i'm i'm gonna go with four four during the game yeah depends okay well he's doing no, it he's doing an interview he's doing, he's doing an interview right before the game actually on, no here's, here's what i, I think, think it's, gonna i think it's gonna be two and then if the patriots win there's gonna be like four okay <laughs> just, yeah that's what i was boom, gonna say right i think on. he tweets yeah. once yeah. or twice early in the game it's and gonna be one patriots... of his where he does like the, yeah, that, the dot dot yeah yeah, yeah. You're, you're taking the words out of my mouth that's exactly what i was gonna yeah. say i think he tweets once or twice early in the game waits the rest of the game if the patriots win we get a barrage of like seven tweets about how much he loves tom brady and bill and bob Kraft. bob Kraft. about bob Kraft. fantastic people yeah <laughs> all right let's move on. all right let's move on to our top five. Oh, actually my honest prediction for the super bowl is probably like 28 25 patriots yeah just, let's just, just on, like the, on the record okay we're gonna edit that out no, yeah. we're gonna edit that out yeah that's all right yeah on to our top five top five so very appropriate top five uh topic this week um Super Bowls that we've watched, we're going to rank them. Uh, it, it can either be most memorable, our favorite, just what, what was a, a good, intriguing matchup to watch, uh, any of that. We've kind of come up with our own list. So I'll, I'll take it away here. Um, number five for me is going to be last year's Super Bowl, Super Bowl 52, um, Pats and Eagles. It was – I did not expect that to be the, the game it turned out to be. I thought I thought we'd see like a – 35-10 Pats win, oh. and we get, instead we got this shootout where um, obviously there was the, the Philly special, yeah. the trick play. The that play will always be remembered. Philly special that didn't go so well. Oh, yeah, the Brady, Brady, Brady <laughs> dropping it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that it, great game though all around. Great game. That uh, game didn't even make my top five. I'm not gonna lie. The Eagle, the Eagles we'll finally finally pull out um, their first Super Bowl victory of all time. Comes in at number five. Number four for me, Super Bowl Forty Nine, uh, which would have been the Pats and the Seahawks. I didn't like the fact that the the Pats won, but that game had it all. That game was yeah. like it was back and forth, especially in the fourth quarter. Yeah. And Malcolm Butler making that play on the goal line, although Pete Carroll probably made the worst yeah. call of all time right before not that, the not running the ball. Nobody um, cares. But very memorable game. That's number four. Number three for me is going to be Super Bowl 51, so two years ago. Pats, Falcons. Again, Pats win. They're always good games. Fucking Pats game. As much as you hate them, they always play good games. They're always there. The other problem 
is I think Bailey realized this when we first got in here. Probably all three of our lists will have more Patriots games in the Super well, Bowl because they've than, been in than everyone. Else. Yeah, in the last. I think they've, they've played out of all the Super Bowls I've watched. I think they've been in half, they've, they've at been least half, half. They've been in maybe half, half exactly. Well, I've started watching since two thousand eight, and well, since okay, then they've they been were in four. They were in three, like early when Brady was young. Yeah, so yeah, they, so yeah. they've been in yeah. This is yeah. six. Yeah. So it's six out of oh six out of fourteen. So yeah, yeah six, almost half. Um, number two for me, another Patriots Super Bowl game surprise. Um, it's gonna be the two thousand eight Super Bowl, Pat's Giants. Um, again, that doesn't get to number one on my list because the first half of that game was such oh. a dud that. Like it was like what like I think three nothing after the first yeah. half. I don't think a game with you know that sleepy of a first half, you know, really deserves to be number one. So that's number two. Number one for me, kind of a surprise. Like going uh, into that Super Bowl, it. don't say it. Steelers Cardinals. Oh, okay. In oh. in yeah. 09. that was a fantastic Great. Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Great you game. Had, like, the ninety nine yard interception yep. in the first half. And you had the Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like what Kurt was it like seventy five yard Kurt, pass? Yeah. yeah. And then you had Big Ben driving down, San winning Holmes. the game. Yep. Yeah. Miraculous catch, uh, with like you know twenty seconds left. No, it was like I think 20. it was like eighteen was seconds left. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Fantastic that was, game. Number that was one. Your one. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, my number five was Patriots Seahawks. I mean, you said it all. That the game had it all. And yeah, Pete Carroll, good job. Uh, number four, I had Patriots Falcons. I mean, watching Shankar's procedural meltdown over the course of that second <laughs> half was just—it was pretty much summed like the oh, entire God. world's feeling into like one person. Yeah, that's my most. <laughs> although, mean, it's although making a the, strong case for the Super Bowl, I hated the most. The thing—the thing is, though, think about how fantastic that game would have been if anyone the, other if, than the Patriots. No, 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 no. If the Falcons completely kept obliterating them, like into oh, the fourth quarter, oh, like man. if it was like a yeah. 40, 42 to six to, yeah. final, yeah, it would have been fantastic. Yeah, in all fairness, it wouldn't have ended up on any of our lists though. It, it wouldn't have, <laughs> but it would have been a very satisfying. Game. Yeah, uh, number three, I know both you guys are intentionally leaving this one off your list, so I'll represent it because I'm the one with no stakes in it. The Ravens 49ers. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it sucks for you guys, but that was a pretty epic game. That's <laughs> I mean, interference. Had, I'll talk say to about the, a game that had it all. Till the day a blackout. I yeah. Comebacks. You had everything in that game. Pass interference till the day wow. I die. I will say that. Yeah. So uh, most popular one in the room was that one. Uh, number two, I had Steelers Cardinals as well. I think that's for my money. I would say since two thousand, that's the most underrated Super Bowl. Because I think the Cardinals were in it, so yeah, like that's definitely half part the of it, country didn't care. But I think that is the most underrated Super Bowl. And ever. also Big Ben was super young. Yeah. Super young and super yeah. good. Yeah. 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 And then number one, it's Giants-Patriots 1. I had to put the 1 there because they've done it twice. Yeah, 42. The, second, the second one was a close game, but just nothing yeah, really 40, stood out. One. Super Bowl 42. Yeah, the second I, one was a close game. Nothing really stood out about the, that. The 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 there wasn't the 18-0 and aspect going in that yeah. time. It was the rematch, but it was like... There wasn't anything. The Giants as... were even more Cinderella that year. Yeah, I know. They were nine and seven, I think. They were yeah. Ravens Cinderella. But yeah, I mean, going yeah. into that, I remember watching that year. That was like the first year I remember actually following football all year. That's a terrible year to follow it. I know for but the uh, for the year, but not for the Super Bowl. That year was <laughs> great because I hadn't built up my Patriots hate yet, so it was like, wow, I'm watching this team go eighteen and oh, this is amazing. And then five years later, I'm like, yeah. That was I remember great. that year, everyone wanted to see Favre 
in the Super Bowl because he was on because oh, that, that they were that, that like might have been his last oh, year Packers, yeah, even yeah. though he came back yeah. two or three more yeah. times yeah. but the first um, last year <laughs> yeah the first last year so the Packers were really good and yeah. they lost an OT at home to the okay. Giants yeah also your note yeah. about uh which one was it that had the shitty first half I don't know my my thing about that I honestly could not tell you what the halftime score of all five of my games are. To me, I just care about what I remember, and what I you always remember. remember how the game ends. That's or fair. The overarching That's fair. theme. Like, I remember the Patriots coming back in the second half, and I obviously knew the Falcons were ahead. Although I, I do remember that 2008 Super Bowl, watching it and being very, very bored in yeah, the see, first I, half. Before you yeah. said that, I wouldn't have known what the yeah. halftime score mm-hmm. was. All right, my turn? Yep. yep. So, number no, five. For, yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, number five for me, we already talked about it, uh, Super Bowl 43, Steelers beat the Cardinals. That, that's a very underrated Super yeah. Bowl. Uh, and old man Kurt, I thought he could delete him back, but... Uh, man, I was rooting for Kurt. Too, mu- too much yeah. Big Ben. Too much mm-hmm. Big Ben. Uh, number four, you guys haven't said it yet, but Super Bowl 44, the next year, Saints beat the Colts. Yeah, see, that that's one... That's the Katrina year. That one I just don't remember enough about. I, I watched only half of that game. I think what you remember yeah. is the Saints-Vikings, where yeah. they, they beat... Uh, um, Did they beat the Colts? I didn't even... They beat the Vikings in the <laughs> NFC Championship game over um, re- Brett Favre. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, re- he threw the pick. Yeah. yeah, like I remember Drew Brees winning his first Super Bowl, and I remember watching the Drew Brees Brett yeah. Favre game. I could not have told you they played, but it was game. a really good game, and and uh, Drew Brees played at one hell of a game, and Reggie Bush had one hell of a game also in that game. Interesting. Yeah, uh, number three. I mean, I hate it so much, but Super Bowl Fifty One, Patriots beat the Falcons. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a. It's hard to argue with a twenty-eight to three deficit and then winning an OT, and especially with all the drama with like the fingertip catch and. Oh man, that I don't. And yeah, that oh sh- man, I don't We're even talking still. Most, yeah, like most memorable plays. That's up yeah. there too. I still don't understand how they won, but you know, it's the Patriots. They probably found a way to cheat. Uh, number two for me is last year's Super Bowl, Super Bowl Fifty Two. Just seeing Tom Brady lose. To, Nick, to Foles. Nick Foles. Oh, man, it made my day. It made my year for football. Yeah. Uh, and I don't care about the Eagles or Nick Foles. I just wanted to see backup QB beat see, that's how I feel. This Goat Brady. Like, I don't care if the Rams win. I just want them to win so Brady loses. Exactly. And then number one, I mean, we have the same number one. Giants beat oh, the Patriots, yeah. Super Bowl 42. I mean, there's nothing. There's not a lot of things that are better than seeing the Patriots lose. Patriots undefeated. Patriots undefeated <laughs> losing takes the cake. Yeah. There's nothing better than that. Yeah. Was that? That was pre-Spygate, wasn't it? That was the year. I want to say the year after Spygate. That was when oh, they. Was that it? year they were like investigating. I think it, it was. Yeah, I think yeah. Bailey's right. It was, okay. it was 2006, which is one of the years that they. Um, yeah, 2007 was the Spygate, and then the the, the okay, 2008 Super Bowl. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yep. Oh, during during a 2007 season. Okay, yeah. so it was okay. during the undefeated okay. season. Yeah, I was yeah. sure. Okay. Yeah. All right, on to college basketball. College basketball. Yeah. So the Boilers are are back. We're they're, cooking. They're, oh, they're yeah. cooking. We're in business now. Yeah. The train from, is moving. <laughs> undefeated to number 17 in the rankings. Yep. Yeah, and I mean. 
it, honestly, it's looked like a completely different team than early in the year. I was saying that at the beginning of the season, the ratings loved us. Like, the BPI loved us for most Ken, of the season. I think Ken Palm. Yeah. Uh, were, we were in the top they 10 a, for all, all year. We were, like, number three, yeah. I thought, Still at one point. Still top 10 in a bunch of rankings because all our losses are close. The underlying statistics for us really show that we're yeah. a better team than well, our record. all our yeah. losses well, I was are good losses. Exactly. They're all good losses, and, like, half of them have been Neutral within. court or away. I know. They're, they're all, all neutral court yeah. or away. Yeah. That's the... We haven't lost at home, although um, we haven't... We've lost, like, two games in the last our, our 55 only, Our only bad loss was the Notre Dame game. Yeah, that was yeah. the bad... Yeah. That, that was, was the one single bad, bad loss. loss. Yeah. And, and again, got, it's Notre Dame. They're yeah. always a and competitive I mean, team. bad loss in terms of deficit. We got thumped by Michigan State the first time. I think it was that we was were, on the road. We were, in, we were in the game for the half, yeah. and then Michigan State blew the door. And, and the Michigan half. game, yeah. we got thumped. Yeah. We got yeah. destroyed. Yeah, I mean, those are the bad, make what you will, bad yeah. losses on a record. But other than that, yeah, I mean... But lately, I mean, I mean, we've been on a roll. Lately. Carson hasn't had to do any. Yeah, well, the team has stepped so up. So there was yeah. like a really underrated move. Painter put in Trevion Williams. Yeah. And that completely jump started yeah. the offense because as much as I love Matt Harms, he's a juice guy. Like you can't. Yeah, you can't. Can't have too you much. You can't of start a, him. Yeah. You can't start mm-hmm. him because then you're you you lapse in energy in the middle. Yeah. And that's what was happening. We'd like so we'd start out hot, but then we'd lose our leads mm-hmm. because we didn't have any energy off the bench. But now we yeah. have Matt Harms coming off the bench, yeah, and that's like giving us life. And Tra- Travion looks like uh, Swanigan yeah. Jr. Yeah. Baby so Swanigan, yeah. 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 yeah, baby Caleb. I think. I mean, he's a true freshman. Give him three years, and man, it's a very similar yeah. story to Swanigan. Um, Travion was like completely obese. Like he lost. Oh, really? He lost like he 70, lost, 80 pounds. Yeah, I think he lost fifty okay, pounds man. just like co- after he came to campus. Yeah, yeah, and mm-hmm. now he's this animal. Inside scoring threat. I mean, with a soft touch too. I mean, yeah. that guy's got post moves. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, we, we brought him up earlier, but no gel. Yeah, has been, he's been yeah. lights out. He's been lights out defensively. Yeah. Um, he's always been and, very good defensively. And hitting his free throws, he hit six yeah, straight in the game he's against. Got that, the weird stroke, but yeah. it's, hey, it's, it's like finally they tried to hack it. Maybe he's going to turn into yeah. Sean Marion or something. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Maybe yeah. a weird shot, but yeah, it goes yeah. in. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't really matter if it goes in. But, yeah, Purdue is number 17 in the rankings. Uh, yeah. I never would have thought it, you know, just a few weeks ago, but here we are. And um, tonight, actually, they take on Penn State on the road, which looks like has the looks of a possible trap game. I don't know. Penn State Penn is pretty bad. really bad. They're, they haven't won a like game in the Big Ten yet. Awful. They're 0-9. <laughs> but, here, but here's the thing. They have to if you look at, at their point. losses, they, <laughs> oh, like, they're, close. They're, they're all uh, they're close, close games yeah. into good teams. It's so. absurd because they were really good last year. They won the NIT. And they returned like, all their stuff. Yeah. yeah. Except for Tony Carr, yeah. who's in the NBA. And somehow that, somehow that entire their entire team. Yeah. So they were a one-man team last year. We didn't know it, but they yeah. were. But they yeah. were really good. The other players were really good. I mean – Watching Purdue last year, they struggled against Penn State. They they had to eke out some wins against them last year. Yeah, yeah. And now they're zero and nine in Big Ten. But again, every every Big Ten road game presents a challenge. Oh, of course. You know of course. whether, yeah, whether every you conference road game yeah. presents a challenge. Yeah, mm-hmm. talk to any conference. Yeah. yeah, it's not just a Big Ten problem. Tell Duke how they feel going on the road. Yeah. The thing is though, Purdue is past. They're past their toughest Big Ten. Yeah. Yeah. Games. Yeah, it's which they, is it's not smooth sailing the rest of the way, but we're through the rough part. They could realistically the, finish their, their toughest yeah. matchup coming up is uh, the Maryland game. Yeah, on Maryland. the road at Maryland, that's going to be a tough tough yeah. matchup. 
Um, also, other than that, though, I mean, I don't, I don't foresee a good outcome going to IU. I think they're they're gonna they're gonna be just, pretty mad. Pretty mad because we beat them. And we, we yeah, just, that's all we do. We yeah. beat them. Or no gel walks up at Langford again, and we just win. <laughs> that's true. Could <laughs> yeah. happen. I mean, if Langford goes off for what two points again? I don't know. Four. Yeah. Four. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if it matters if they're pissed. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, uh, Purdue number seventeen. Uh, I, I have the rankings pulled up. Yeah, um, let's see here. Any yes. any big surprises for you guys? I mean, no. the big one is Marquette in the top ten. I yeah. don't believe in Marquette. They've got arguably the best player in college basketball, mm-hmm. but I still don't believe in that team. Yeah, I mean, like the top ten outside of like Marquette and Nevada. No, Nevada, Nevada, though, a Nevada, lot of people knew they would no, be really no, good like, this year. I get those. Yeah. It's just outside of those two, it's pretty much your who's who of who's always in the top ten in college basketball. Yeah, because you always have Duke, Virginia, Gonzaga, Michigan. State, Kentucky, North Carolina. Like, right there, it's yeah. your run-of-the-mill top ten. I don't <laughs> think Marquette will stay in the top ten because they, they're going through their kind of gauntlet in the Big East. So yeah. they have to play Villanova twice. They still haven't played them. They have to play Creighton. They have to play... DePaul, who's pretty good. They have to play St. John's, who's probably got the Big East, well, outside of Marcus Howard, they got the Big East Player of the Year in Shamori Pond. So, you know, good luck to them. If they can, <laughs> yeah. if they can make it through there, then I'll believe. Mm. If, they, if they don't, then that what I've been saying I, is I will they're one-man army. Yeah. Um, they just might, though. Never know. But, yeah, I mean, we're kind of we're in the uh, kind of the dog days, so to speak, of the, the college basketball oh, season. Oh, no, but. dude, no, this is the, the best spot. time. This warms this, up. This is no, 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 I'm just saying we're, we're kind of in the grind of it yeah. is what I'm trying it's to the, say. It's the heat of conference it play. It is the heat of conference play, yeah. I think we're, yeah. like, we're through the grind now and we're into the stuff where it gets good. Now, once we get into February, now yeah. Because it's the big – it's the games where, like, everything means a lot. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. I am looking forward to the next month. Yeah. And then after, in March, obviously. Yeah. But – well, because yeah, no. you're you guys have the the, the three best team. players in college basketball, maybe. Uh, three best? I don't know. We have the two oh, best yeah. for sure. Two best for sure. I don't know about yeah. top three because have you seen the guy from Murray State, John Morant? I've oh, heard. Yeah, I've man, heard. I haven't. Marcus Howard. That dude. Marcus Howard too. That dude's mini Russell Westbrook, and really? then also North Carolina's got a really good player. Yeah. It's kind of it kind of similar to to how uh, Lillard. You yeah. know, he was, he yeah. was, he went to Weber State, yeah. who, I mean, small no one, school, but, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's putting up crazy numbers yeah. for freshmen. Right. Yeah, so on to our battle royale. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to rumble! And another, another Super Bowl themed battle royale, so we'll go kind of back to football, but not really, because being so this, professional today, sticking on theme and everything. It's not football, though. What is it, <laughs> Bailey? It's Super Bowl halftime performers. There we go. Yeah. So, um, you know we have battle uh, to the death. We have an illustrious list. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, three, I didn't. three of them are already dead. Yeah, that uh, doesn't matter. We're going off the. Pr- we're going off when you did your performance. That's the you we're going off of. Yeah. Because that's kind of what we've done with like with the fad players. We went off when they were in their fad. Mm-hmm. So I think we got to go with all these guys when they were performing. Yeah. I didn't get the tail of the tape for these guys because I think it would be a bitch to find the weight of all these celebrities. None of these guys are physically exactly. Oh, yeah. Some of them so, probably fluctuate weight every exactly. week. So we got our lineup of six performers See, two, two of them are very, very thin. Prince <laughs> must have been, what, like 90 pounds? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, we got uh, Prince, Michael Jackson, Bruno Mars, 
Paul McCartney, Justin Timberlake, and Tom Petty. I mean, Bruno has to be like 90 pounds also. He's yeah, like five. I was going to say, five. Bruno's got the big size disadvantage yeah. in both Well, aspects. so does Prince. Was Prince short? Prince really, was tiny. Like five, okay. three. Prince was tiny. Okay. okay, so, all right, right off the bat, Prince and Bruno fight. I mean, oh, yeah, battle of the little guy. Yeah. yeah. Let's see which little man is bigger. I mm-hmm. think Bruno would take. I think Bruno, too. Just because I feel like Bruno's going to get a little more dirtier. Yeah, Prince like is Prince, a little... He's not going to want to get his shoes yeah, dirty. Yeah. Like, I don't, yeah. He's going to want to keep that purple rain outfit yeah. in yeah. pristine condition. He's going he's gonna, to he's gonna come in dressed in some outrageous outfit yeah. to the Oh, yeah. To the, the ball. And it's going to hinder yeah. him. Yeah. It's going to yeah. hinder his movement. He's not going to be able to move. His, yeah. yeah, he's going to get sweaty inside. Yeah. There's going to be no air. And then Bruno's just going to punch his lights out. I think Bruno... Yeah, I mean... Bruno again, not not a physical specimen, but I think he I think he, I think he gets get, it done. I he think gets he gets it done. it done. So uh, we have yeah, f- so Prince five is gone. left. So um, we're at Michael Jackson, Tom Petty, Bruno Mars, Justin Timberlake, and the list we come up with for the best oh, royals. Wait, 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 wait. They blow my mind. I think I might I might not have. So it was MJ, Prince, Tom Petty, Bruno Mars, Justin Timberlake, and Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney. McCartney. Okay. Yeah, it's the Beatles. Okay, um, I think it's gonna be one of the old men. I think next. Petty goes next. Petty is overweight. Yeah, I can't see yeah, Petty, Petty putting up a, a fight. I think, like, yeah, I just think he's just gonna kind of be lethargic. He's not gonna really want to get McCartney into it. McCartney is old though, man. Well, we're, we're not, talking about him in his prime. Oh, in his prime. When he performed, yeah, when, at the when Super he performed, Bowl. he was like sixty. Yeah. So yeah, I guess that's yeah. not his prime, but that's uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's still not like super old. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So are we saying the old guys duke it out after? I think so. So the little so guys fight first, and then the old guys or fight. Or no, 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 the little guys fight in one corner, and yeah. the old guys are in the other corner. Yeah, and then, and then shit's going down everywhere else. Yeah. But um, I think since the old guys are a lethargic fight, it's kind of a, a longer... Okay, a yeah, longer, so those two yeah. get set aside. The other three move forward with the battle while they deal with their business. So we got Bruno, JT, and MJ. I, oh, don't I, sleep on JT. That dude is big. I know. I, I gotta... I, I, I already like have my winner picked out right now. Oh, do you? <laughs> well, they, we can we can talk through it, but I I, I have the guy in my head that yes, yeah, I don't I don't think there's like a, I mean I think there's a pretty clear winner as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the okay. rest I don't know. Yeah. So what mm-hmm. happens? I'm not really sure. So MJ. So we got what MJ Bruno and who fighting? Uh, I, I JT, think he, JT. JT. I think he breaks into a performance of beat it because he wants to to have the other guys beat it. You know. Yeah, and then um, I think Bruno joins, and then JT kicks both their asses. I, I think yeah. MJ would just want to perform the yeah. entire time. Yeah, I don't think he'd try to start dancing, and he'd he might have like a little bit of an emotional breakdown when Prince dies. Yeah, maybe a little bit, and then uh, and then that, like, that oh Doctor Conrad. Yeah, he'll come in and OD. Yeah, he'll OD. Yeah, I think that's exactly what happened. Michael Jackson's gone from OD, not from OD. Yeah, plot twist. Yeah. So so two old guys. Who's uh who's Winning that one, I think Paul McCartney. I think right? Paul McCartney gets it done. McCartney's gonna be gassed. After yeah, he's that. toast. I think Bruno takes him out just because I think everyone's kind of avoiding Timberlake at this yeah. point. Yeah. So we're down to Bruno and Timberlake. Yeah, I think. Bruno, oh, and this is an easy fight yeah. for T- JT. Yeah, JT. I, I JT sweeps him. Yeah. Timberlake. Yeah. Dust, he's, he's got he the big dusts size advantage. Bruno. Yeah. JT dusts Bruno. <laughs> All right. Well, and then, um, yeah, and then JT. JT art very good athlete. Surprisingly, oh yeah, yeah. I've heard, I've heard he can, he can ball a little bit. Uh, he's a really good golfer. Um, 
just from that right there, there is some athleticism. I mean, that's that an was immediate upgrade over everyone else. On yeah. The list. <laughs> yeah. Just the fact he plays a sport. Yeah. <laughs> in his yeah, free has time. Prince ever played a sport in his life? <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't think he's ever touched yeah. Yeah. A, I, a a ball. Yeah. All right, so there hey, you go. Prince was actually a very good basketball player. Was he really? Yeah. Yeah. I never would have guessed. He's there you go. Our first battle royale winner of this new season. Justin Timberlake. Yeah. <laughs> Wow! I never what a thought start. I would. We're off to an interesting start. <laughs> I mean, yeah. last semester is. I mean, our Royale winners list was pretty much the most strange list you'd ever yeah. find on earth. Well, it was, it was like it a. It was like a who's who of of like, everything, like of life in the past twenty yeah. years. <laughs> yeah, it really was. Yeah. So, uh, move on. Yeah, we'll move on to the NBA, which Dylan is now watching. No, he doesn't want watching. people to know. I I still don't watch anything. <laughs> He tracks the scores. He, he tra- tracks yeah. all of the that's scores. Still, that's still watching. Uh, take it away. Yeah, okay. So, big news of the day, which we have to get out of the way first, is Kristaps Porzingis, the star of the New York Knicks, who's been out for a year, Fair. traded to the Dallas Mavericks. So, now the Dallas Mavericks, as you said, com- become basically an all-world team, team. Yeah, Team yeah. Europe. Uh, so, he joins Luka Doncic and Dirk Nowitzki. In his last, it's Dirk, Dirk's in his last year, right? Dirksen, yeah. Not anymore. He's going to stay so they can have this Europe trio. Oh, really? Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> maybe. I don't, maybe. Know oh, really? <laughs> I don't know anything. The dude. first Euro trio of stars? Maybe. Is Dirk still a star? I mean, people still love him. That's he, fair. He, he got a standing yeah, ovation at MSG. Yeah. Yeah. Depen- yeah. Depends on your definition so, of star, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, the particulars of the deal, it's a it's a pretty big deal. So, the Knicks trade Porzingis. Deal. Yeah. <laughs> Only the best. The Knicks trade Porzingis, Tim Hardaway, Courtney Lee, and Trey Burke. So four players for uh, for the Mavericks giving them Dennis Smith Jr., DeAndre Jordan, and Wesley Matthews, and probably a pick as well. It says so, two first-round picks on ESPN right now. I th- yeah. Uh, have they said two first-round picks? That's what the headline Okay. Says. Yeah, two firsts. Wow. Uh, is so it just me or is this like a like a ton of players to move in one trade? It's a lot. It's, it's a huge <laughs> amount considering the news only broke today. So Porzingis had a meeting with the front office and didn't like the way the direction of the franchise was going. So the front office said, Does all right. Does anyone in New York like the direction the Knicks are going? But here's the kicker. They <laughs> traded him the same exact day. They're like, fine, we'll trade you. And they found a package and traded him. Within three hours. There's been rumors since I was watching the NBA last year of him getting traded out of New York. I think there was already offers on the Right, but he wasn't on the block coming into today. And then immediately after the meeting, he was on the block and traded. I don't think that's a product of haste movement. I think that's a product of there being stuff in place. Here's Here's what the benefit for the Knicks is specifically. They've moved a ton of cap. So now they have the ability to sign two max contracts next year. So they're going to go after KD. Because everyone wants to go to New York. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know why. Everyone wants to go to New York, but nobody ever Nobody wants to play, yeah. So the the thing is, they wanted KD, obviously. That's been news for a year, pretty much. Ever since they were like, okay, KD might not sign with the Warriors. But they didn't have the cap space to sign him. They didn't have space for even one max contract. Now they have space for two. And, of course, there's the rumors that Kyrie goes to the Knicks. I don't know what Kyrie wants to do. Kyrie doesn't – I don't think Kyrie wants knows what he wants to do because he's crazy. Uh, he's going to the Lakers. Calling it. Okay. You're calling it? He's calling the Lakers. Calling the Lakers. What, Official are you, what are you calling Declaration. 
Um, Do you even know who we're talking about? You're talking about, yeah, I was, I was <laughs> out of it. Kyrie. I don't really care about this. Oh, Kyrie. Um, Where he goes this offseason. I mean, I don't care either. I'm just, I'm trying to give him someone to talk to here. <laughs> I can talk by myself. I know I'm the only one that's invested. Uh, fuck, I don't, I don't care about this league. He goes to the Pistons. I don't, I don't care. Ooh, <laughs> wow. Kyrie and Blake. Pis- <laughs> Pistons, Kyrie, Blake, and Drummond. Wow, what a team. Uh, okay, so that's the big news. Obviously, the other big news of the week is Anthony Davis has told the Pelicans he will not re-sign with them, and the only team he wants to go to is the Lakers, which we all hate because why? Whoa, hold why? on, hold on. You hate it? <coughs> oh, I hate it, yeah. Since what? You were totally fine with Jimmy Butler doing the exact same thing? No, I was not fine with it. Oh, you kept arguing uh, to me that it was fine. No, I said our roommate was fine with it. Oh, what? I'm confused. Okay. I thought you were like all for this whole players requesting trades. No, I don't like it. player mobility and all that bullshit. No, I'm fine. I'm fine with him requesting a trade. What I'm not fine is requesting a trade a year before I think, his contract I think he, expires. I think he wants to go to whatever team has yeah. the most flat earthers. That's... Who, Kyrie? Yeah. yeah. Uh, that would be probably the same team he's on. Yeah. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, he's the only one in the NBA to probably be that. New York because it, only the dumb people would yeah. believe that. Um, anyways, yeah, okay. My take on this whole NBA phenomenon of trading or requesting trades: play out your damn contract. Yeah, I know. Like, I, I get your stance of request a trade if you're not going to resign. I say you don't request a trade. I think you just tell them. I'm not going to sign. If you're certain, if you're not, play out your damn contract and handle it like every other league handles it. Yes, okay, so here's the the particulars is he has already said he's not going to re-sign with any team that he gets traded to. So he technically hasn't requested a trade unless it's to the Lakers. But he will not re-sign. So basically the Pelicans are held hostage for a year. And every other team in the league is held hostage. So, yeah, it's bullshit and... Like, what other league does this happen in? I don't know. Like, I know... Like, I... I it's a massive egos, man. I understand... I mean, the NFL might have that issue with Le'Veon this year. Yeah, they kind of had that situation. And Antonio Brown. Yeah, like, I get the logic of, like, if you just... Being a good person, we'll go with that. And you want to tell the team, I'm not going to re-sign here anyway. Just letting you guys know. But, like, don't sign the contract for crying. Like, I don't get why the NBA, I mean, you're right, it's the egos. Like, I get why. But it just baffles me that every other league, all the players, if they're in a shit contract, it's, all right, well, let's just put my head down, get through this contract, I'll go somewhere else after. I don't get why the NBA players can't just hold out. I'm yeah, not they're gonna just play. like, I'm not going to re-sign with you guys. Trade me to I'm, any team that I don't want to go to. I'm like, perfectly fine with players. I have a, I have a list of teams. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, that's it's the good. other yeah, thing. Yeah. You are getting <laughs> traded. It is yeah, not yeah, your yeah, position yeah. to tell the team where you are going. Uh, Lakers, Knicks, Warriors, Rockets. That's what I hate. Yeah, Big like, markets only. I swear it's every two months or months now. In the NBA, I hear about someone wants to get traded to L.A., and they won't accept a trade anywhere else. Anywhere else. Like, suck it up for crying out loud. <laughs> so my take on this they one should is... Just send, they, should, they should send everyone who wants to get traded to, like, I don't know, Orlando or, like... Yeah, uh, like, honestly... Cleveland. I, yeah. Sacram- no, Sacramento. <laughs> honestly, Sacramento's point, getting better. Don't they sleep are on better. Sacramento. Yeah. Like, I know I hate dynasties, but at this point, I just want all the crybabies to go to one team. I don't care if they dominate. If I have to stop hearing about all these kids. You'll never hear. You'll never stop hearing. All, all the, the crybabies on, on the Timberwolves? 
How would that work? They just exiled to Minnesota? Yeah. Send them some. Like, I just. <sighs> what if they went to Toronto? I don't want them. <laughs> I don't want them. <laughs> I'd take them on the Blazers any day. Uh, no. But nobody's well, ever going to come to the Blazers. Going. It nope. depends who's yeah. going. Nobody's ever going to come. Like, if KD's coming lumped in, I, uh, stay out. Yeah. We'll, we'll deny you at the border. Yeah. But, so yeah. before I wrap up the NBA. The Raptors uh, were KD's favorite team growing up, though. Fun fact. Oh, you know that? Oh, wow. Wow, interesting. I did not know that. Yeah. What a fun oh, fact. Man. Yeah. A little yeah. nugget. That's a day. big nugget. Yeah. It's a big Denver How nugget. How do you know that? I, I heard it when I some <laughs> random video where His he was Drake. like. Yeah, it, it'll probably because of Drake, too. But, yeah. no, yeah, no, it was... Uh, yeah, the Raptors aren't his favorite team. Drake's his favorite rapper, yeah. rapper so it's just like... <laughs> so he has yeah. bad taste. Rappers and rappers yeah. rhyme, so let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, so yeah, before, before we move on to the NHL, um, my, my only take is it would have been fine. I wouldn't have mat- cared if he said next year because it's an expiring contract and whatever. Tell the team you're not going to resign. They can do whatever they want. It's better for the team anyway if you tell them. That, so they're not held hostage, but this year they're completely held hostage. And last, last but not least, uh, I mean we're moving into the the stretch run for the playoffs. This is where things really heat up. I'll contribute my two cents to this. Raptors Bucks tonight, big game. It is a big I, game. I know that. Massive I think, game. I know yeah. that much. And I think you will <laughs> see like who really controls the East. I mean, it's it's tough to say right now because, but if Milwaukee can beat Toronto on the road, they already did. They already did. They beat each other on the road already. Well, then I guess we'll see tiebreaker right yeah. here. Another yeah. road game. I mean, if the sure. home team wins, we still won't know then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Because then if the home team wins the next one. But I think you're you're seeing the cream of the crop essentially in the East. I the the Sixers are good. Well, I mean, the Raptors are finally healthy. So yeah. Like a real game. The, the, the pa- Pacers are gonna be. They're they're done. They're done. Yeah. Well, okay. My after they lost Victor Oladipo, the team just doesn't try anymore. They're so bad. They they don't even try to win games yeah. anymore. And they could they, they could even like collapse and fall out of the playoffs. I think they so. should just tank. Like yeah. honestly, that's what I think they should do. Tank for a draft pick. What are you gonna do this year? Lose in the first round <laughs> in a sweep? And next year they'll be great. Again. No, next year they'll yeah. be really good again. Yeah. yeah. And then in the West, the Warriors look unstoppable. They haven't lost in eleven <laughs> games now that they'll be back. <sighs> yep. They're gonna run through yep. the playoffs. They no might contest. not. This might be the year they go sixteen or zero in the playoffs. It might be, just, yeah. Just yeah. So you know, Bailey, if you do want to make money, always bet on the Warriors yeah. spread. I think yeah. Every bet I've made on the Warriors spread like the last two. Yep. Weeks the I've one. Made. That's a good bet. Yeah. yeah. I've always. The, bet on the, the one. The one Warriors. bet I've made on the Warriors. Um, it was when they were in LA. I think the spread was yeah, I bet on that one fourteen, yeah. and they won by like twenty one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Like every game I've checked, and I like check the trends before. I think like the Warriors are like fourteen and one against the spread in their last like fifteen games. Yeah. Buddy Baker. Yeah. Yep. So that pretty much wraps up the NBA. I mean, trade deadline will end next week. So then we'll we'll see all okay, the movement so finish. Do you think Anthony Davis gets traded? Before the deadline. Not to the Lakers, and honestly, I doubt he'll be traded uh, before the deadline. Offseason, I do think he'll be traded, but well, right now, to. I don't think so. They have to now, because he wants what he wants. <laughs> All right. Anthony needs to. On, on to a league with uh, the, the players in this other league, much, much different. Yeah, there's uh, like one diva, P.K. Subban. But he's not even really a yeah, diva. yeah. He just shows personality, yeah, which he, none of the other guys like do. He's like our one guy that we send out to the other leagues to be like, hey, we have Divas we too, have D- but he's like <laughs> yeah. the only one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, on to the NHL. So I mean, the NHL. We're po- post-All-Star break now, so teams are kind of 
basically we know who's going to yeah. be a playoff contender I mean, and, you and we I know can, who's going to be out. You and I can shit on the NBA all we want, but we also can't talk as much shit given that the Lightning are about 10 points clear of everyone outside of Calgary. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Lightning... Here's the thing, though. You, you never know what's going to happen I, in the NHL I know, playoffs. I know. I know. But the Lightning look rock solid it everywhere. Like, it looks like they are the favorite. Easily. But again, we've seen this with them the last couple of years. They can score at will. This, They're still averaging this, over four goals a game. This could very well be the new Washington Capitals. Yeah, it could It could be. I mean, they haven't won a cup in the, like, the Stamkos era. Yeah, and Kucherov I mean, they, era. Don't, they obviously don't have the second-round barrier that the Capitals did because they No, they, the they, just, they just probably they get into but, the yeah. crunch time They might be like Vancouver. Win. Like, it's just like... It, they could be. Sorry they to could be. old wounds there, but you guys got new pieces. <sighs> it's okay. Oh, we have we have a golden boy. Yeah, don't complain to me when you have Wayne Gretzky, okay? <laughs> the Swedish Swedish yeah, Gretzky. Like he's not he's not Wayne Gretzky. Yeah, he's well, Swedish I don't Gretzky. know. I think he is. All right. Um. So elsewhere, yeah. Okay. Side who, note. Not really a side note. What the hell is the Islanders doing? What? In first. How are they that good? In. They're better than the Caps, the, the Caps, and Toronto, and Pittsburgh, Pens. and Montreal. Like everyone, they're literally the second best Barry, team. Barry in the Trotz, East. man. I Barry know. Trotz. I don't. Oh, man. And Matt, Matt Barzell. But the, the weird thing is, Matt Barzell hasn't had nearly as good of a year. I know. Like, I mean, Barkov's been good. You know who's been great is uh, who's their goalie now? Uh, Robin Leonard. Yeah. He's played fantastic, and he wasn't anything like that. He was yeah. just a very average goalie, yeah. and now I he's like. I, I keep checking yeah. the standings, expecting to see the Islanders just fall off my screen. Like yeah. one day I'm gonna check, and they're gonna be out of the playoff race from like. First. I don't think it's. I think they're gonna make the playoffs. I think they'll I mean. make, Yeah, now yeah. they're far enough like in the and spot, but now also, now also that Buffalo is they've come back to earth. Yeah. Uh, doesn't look like they're gonna get in now. Uh, yeah, and I mean, honestly, I think the teams that are in the eight spots right now in the East stay. I think it's going to be the, those teams in probably a different order. Well, I, I think you're right, but main, like I don't think that's a bold take only because Buffalo's three points out and then Carolina's five. Like Nobody's really close to that second Although I could spot. see Columbus losing ground in the yeah, second half. I don't see them. I think I – think But, but I, again, I don't see Buffalo coming back or I don't see Carolina being able to catch up. And then yeah. every team under Carolina is just not going to – it's not gonna be gonna, not gonna happen for him. Yeah, and I mean, speaking of good goaltending, Matt Murray's back. He's finally been playing. He's been playing to his level. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's why the Penguins are back up in second. They thumped the Lightning mm-hmm. last night. I and I think the Caps the recent struggles. I think they just. I think they're a playoff team now. Yeah, I, I think, think they, they don't care anymore. I think they're like the Penguins now. They've now. won. It's, yeah, they're both gonna hang back. Wait, and also. You said the eight teams that are in playoff spots right now are going to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Look who's in third in the Atlantic. God, they're back. <laughs> I don't like picking them to to win anything because they don't whenever they have to. But yeah, see, I the only reason I'm like so intent on them is because I know you just like laugh them off. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> who is this we're talking about? Montreal, Montreal oh, okay. Canadiens. Yeah. Um, I mean, ever since Weber has been back. This year, like they yeah. they've looked like a solid playoff yeah. team. Yeah, yeah, and they're 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 weird. I don't I don't know what to make of them. I mean, Price hasn't been great, but he's been okay. 
again, again, their offense isn't even all that yeah, great kind of either. An enigma. They're one of those teams where you're not sure how they're. There, I think it, I think it's just there. it's Carey Price and Shea Weber. Yeah, like I mean, those, are, those two yeah. guys. All right, on to the West. We got five minutes. So, uh, well, Winnipeg has taken advantage of Nashville's in- injury troubles. Nash- Nashville, they'll be fine. And then Nashville's they're in the same type of thing as Washington. They don't they don't care. Yeah, they but the care. only thing is, is Nashville has the depth that when even when they don't care, they're still in first. Mm-hmm. Like they the do. reason they're still in second is because of that depth. Like yeah. Well, I mean that and they're nine points clear of third. <laughs> but yeah. but um, <laughs> realize that after. But yeah. yeah, I mean they have enough depth that they can withstand the injuries they've had to go through. Mm-hmm. But for my money, basically, basically there's five good teams in the West, and there's going to be three teams that make the playoffs that have no shot at doing anything. I think that, yeah, that's my personal take. I mean, yeah, you're both right. wild card teams, and then who's ever third in Again, the Central. I mean, past Vegas, Minnesota's next, and they're seven points back. So, again, not and necessarily bold. Minnesota just, believe me, no, they're not tricking anyone into hey, thinking they're a you never know. contender. You never know. <sighs> no, I know. <laughs> um, yeah, so Calgary has just, yeah. it looks like they're going to be talk first about, in the West. Talk about out of nowhere. I, I, this was not out of nowhere because they had offensive pieces. But like, I'm, but I mean, out of nowhere for who they for who their goaltenders are and for for their their deep. Well, actually, their defense has improved a lot. They yeah. acquired Noah Hannafin, uh, Mark oh, Giordano's. Reminds me, um, Giordano's been great. Yeah. yeah. Um, two things quickly, but out of nowhere with Calgary, I meant more so like first half or first quarter of the year they were like in the wild card hunt, a little bit back of the wild card spots. And then they were in the sudden, playoffs, but like not, they weren't blowing anyone out. Yeah, and then and they all just, of a sudden now they're, they're just... a mile ahead. And also, in our last couple minutes, speaking of help on defense, Toronto made a trade that I think we. They did. Address. They acquired Jake Muzzin, Muzzin. from the Good Kings. Deal. Good deal, if you ask me. The Kings are going to have a lot of pieces know, that they're going to. They're going to have gonna... a fire sale. <laughs> I hope, yeah. I hope. I, the yeah. Kings, so they might do their whole. Let's go for it next year, guys. I wonder if they're. I wonder if they're going to. They're, they're going to trade off uh, Ilya Kovalchuk to someone. What a disaster. Like, what a like, terrible side. thought that was going to work? <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then the Oilers. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, we got to talk about Shirelli. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh. This is how we're ending it. The worst GM in hockey is gone. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> the, hor- after, the horror show. After, is like, probably north of a year of me ranting on this show now about how God awful, Peter Shirelli is. And the thing is, they're still in a play. They're still the playoff race. They're three points back. Yeah, I I don't think they're gonna make it, but <laughs> they are in it. Dear God, how did that guy last so long? I like when he when he got fired. It was the equivalent of what would happen if I saw Marvin Lewis get fired. It's the same same like, it's thing. Just yeah, this guy who's held on to this job for nobody knows why, and then when he leaves, you're like, whoa, what? Yeah, he's not there anymore. Okay, just oh man. But before we finish, because that could have gone on for a long time, um, out of like the logjam of, we'll go the West Wild. Yeah, race. the West Wild Card everyone race. Everyone down to Chicago. <laughs> yeah, oh, basically everyone, everyone above Chicago yeah. and uh, below Vegas. Who do I think is going to make the wild? Who card who are the wild card spots going to be? Okay. Um. Well, the problem with making that pick. Right okay, now, actually, we'll we'll take yeah. My only problem with making that pick right now, and I will still make it, is I don't know which teams are in the Central Division off by heart, so I don't know who I think can take that Minnesota spot because I think that spot's within reach. 
But outside of the remaining teams, if we're assuming the top six division winners are already locked in, I would say Colorado I'm, and Vancouver make the two wild card spots. I'm, I mean, I'm going to go Vancouver too just because they, they have the most upside yeah. out of any of these teams. And Colorado also has most upside yeah. with Rancid. Yeah. That's so, why I'm picking them. I, I, I want to go – you know what? I'll go – I think Dallas completely collapses. I think so I think, too. I think yeah. they fall off. I think Anaheim just stays where they're at. I think they flirt with that spot a little St. bit. St. Louis has just looked off all year. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll go Colorado-Vancouver as well. Sweet. Um, that's going to wrap up our NHL. Uh, we had to kind of really squeeze that in there at the end. Um, but remember to give us a follow on social media, at Sideline Savants. And uh, thank you for joining us this week. We'll be back next week with another exciting episode. Keep it locked.